Hello everyone and welcome to Boss Bitches Podcast. Today is episode four and we have a lovely guest who is also one of my friends. It's Catherine Cox. Um, hi Catherine. Hi Debbie, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, it's lovely to see you. Um, so you run a business and your business is called Jonah and Lily um, and it's sterling silver jewellery. Yeah. Um, and personalised gifts. Yeah, personalised silver jewellery. Oh, yeah. lovely. Um, so, one question I've been dying to ask is where did the name come from? Uh, Jonah and Lily is me and my dad. Um, Jonah was my dad's nickname and Lily was what my dad always called me. Um, and my dad always wanted me to work for myself and believe in myself. So, obviously, when I've started to it had to be called Jonah Lily, didn't it? Oh, <laughs> that's lovely. What a lovely story. Oh. I've, been, I've been wondering, because I was thinking, that's not the name of your kids, is it? No. <laughs> oh, so it's you and your dad. Yeah. How lovely. Um, so tell us a little bit about how your business came about. Where did it come from when you started the business? Right, what it was, um, I've basically worked in retail for the whole of my adult life, really. Um, I have hopes as well. Um, anyway, two years before Jonah and Lily was formed, I'd always had the idea. Um, I was working full time with three kids. I wasn't well, um, and I was basically I'd lost quite a lot of family, and I felt basically my doctor told me I was depressed and I was having a breakdown. Um, and I decided to leave my full time job, have a bit of time out, which I did, and then. I started Jonah and Lily, which at the time we were selling children's clothes. Uh-huh. Um, the silver crump a few months later. Oh, that I came did after. Yeah. originally start with um, children's clothes. Um, and then obviously, as I'm doing, building my own business, I realised I wasn't mentally struggling i yeah. was physically struggling okay okay um, so this is this has been a focus for you that you something you thought you could do for yourself yeah to help with your mental health and then what happened it materialized that you weren't struggling with your mental health and actually what was what was i it? had stage four cancer <laughs> what a bombshell so yeah. that must have been a, a huge shock it was in the lock yeah it was locked down by the time i got diagnosed Okay. So obviously I've been going to the doctors for a few years beforehand. Knowing that something wasn't right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, genuinely IBS, um, symptoms. Yeah. You know, your ladies, symptoms yeah. and things like that. And then obviously lockdowns come. Um, a few more trips to the doctors and, you know, um, finally we'd have gone from one appointment and just thought I was going to end up with another prescription I've actually ended up getting a letter to go to the hospital of suspected cancer oh my um, god yeah so um, long story short from that one I was stage 4 um, in a few areas I was sent straight to Clatterbridge um, I had 88 days of chemotherapy and radiotherapy to Like straight away they got you in? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had, I'd waited 13 weeks for my results of my biopsy, which was because that of COVID. That was so hard, just waiting and waiting. Yeah, it was very frightening. Yeah. Um, again, you'd have to have a full grip of your mental health. Yeah. Um, 
i nu för jag bara har vägen för att det kommer att flyga på that is amazing i'm so so um, i know obviously that you are better now um but what kept you going all the time that you were going through all that treatment you know what what were you, what were you thinking what were your thoughts at the time um well i'd lost a lot of family um before i was diagnosed my dad included to cancer my cousin, um, my uncle, my nan, um, and obviously when you're given a stage four diagnosis, you know where you are. Um, I physically knew where I was because obviously I was not mobile. The pain levels were very high, um, and I just I knew that I was facing death basically, um, and I knew that I had this chance to get better by the treatment hospital were giving me but also um, I, I knew what it made me um, and I know a lot, of, a, lot, a lot of people not everybody thinks like this but I have carried a lot of trauma around with me from childhood past trauma yeah, yeah. past trauma um, right up through into adulthood I mean we're all easy to hide just unresolved yeah yeah um just I've never been given the chance to speak about it basically when I was a kid a child yeah um, and then you just sort of go on through life and you, you just... do you find a way to just get on with everyday life and unfortunately when we don't deal with things properly it does get stored in our body and I fully fully understand that and believe in that yeah so yeah and I went I got the diagnosis and I knew I was having those 38 days of treatment I said to my husband if I'm gonna get fully better as in physically and, and, and mentally and spiritually um, I need to do trauma counseling with this yeah. So I did um, intense trauma counselling via Zoom because obviously it was locked down. Lockdown, down. yeah. Um, and I had an amazing therapist with me. He's still there now if I need to check in with him. I can always phone him, Robbie Edwards. Um, and he did me once a week. And he got right. I've never been able to do it like that with anybody else before. He just got right in. We got it all out. And I felt that the week I got the all clear from cancer was also the week that I finished my trauma counselling oh and a bit of release letter. Mm. Um, two days before I got me results of yeah. the all clear, and we been the letter in the garden. Yeah. So and what? I, just explain what is the release <coughs> letter. Well, it's basically just in my release letter was. Um, who I read my letter to was basically forgiven. Okay. Okay. Forgiven. So it's like an ending. Yeah, to, an ending yes. of your trauma. Yeah. Um, you know, you acknowledge all that trauma that you've stored for yes. so long. You forgive the people who've caused you that trauma, yes. but yeah. you're forgiving them for yourself. And it's, you're ready to let that go. Yeah, and you, when you've been in that letter, and you feel that come through your body because you're free and you know that all that trauma has gone from your body and it can't make you sick anymore because you're not storing it anymore. Anyway. And, and it does make you sick. Yeah. And because, you know, I've got a disability and my disability is caused by stored up trauma. Yeah. 
physically I've been fine, absolutely fine, and then all of a sudden it's hit me like a tin of bricks. And I've been told by, you know, the neurologist, it's it sounds trauma, and I didn't feel like I was traumatized, yeah. you know, and I have had counseling for things and stuff, but there must be things that I've not dealt with fully, you know, and so I completely understand where you're coming from with that. And your mindset is so, so positive, like obviously you can't go around being happy all the time but you really are grateful for every day aren't you oh, yeah. and the small things and your family and I just love that about you um, and I just love you know following your journey um, I think you're so inspirational honestly um, and I just hope that more people realise you know like you that there is light at the end of the tunnel and even when you've been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer you, you found a way back from it, didn't you? Yeah, as I said, I lost all them family, so I knew where it was. And I just seemed to look at myself and think, no, I've still got too much I want to do. Yeah. And too much I want to say. And, and I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> But I just genuinely believed that, don't get me wrong, I did struggle as well. I, I, because obviously you're going to struggle when you get a diagnosis like that but I did genuinely believe that if I did everything that I believed was going to make me better it was yeah and, and it's been and it is so you must have had days where you know the treatment is so grueling isn't it it yeah, makes it you so ill the treatment <clears throat> itself oh yeah but you were working throughout that weren't you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was still posting Get, we've got fair coats. Yeah. I was still, because again, my mind was more important to me than me. Obviously, I knew my body was sick. Yeah. But in you my, needed something to focus on. Yeah, yeah, I needed something to focus on. So, obviously, me, my business was me focused. It, it was normal for yes. me. I was still getting more posts on Facebook. No one knew I had cancer. So yeah. That was my. Normality. normality place yeah. if you like um, and it did give me that focus it was just sort of normal every day to do um, and I just needed to keep that belief that I was I was going to do I Making just needed to the do future. these 38 days yeah. get rid of the cancer and then get back on with my life that's such a like strong mindset to have and here you are cancer free yes. two years cancer free um so you know that's just amazing you're here for your family you're here for your children um and your business is thriving um i follow your business online and it's called jonah and lily isn't it, um, it is, yeah. so at the moment you're doing um you know sterling silver jewelry um but you are hoping to bring back some of the children's fashion again aren't you? We are yeah, um, yeah. we've got a few little bits like, in at the moment um, a couple of summer dresses a couple of bikinis um, but yeah we are we're gonna we're just in the mix of picking out a collection now um, because obviously we've been through lockdown so everyone was still loungewear and things like that we our collection was always a little bit different so yeah, we're going to bring that back now for summer. Have a little bit of fun again with the clothes. And That's amazing. Yeah, and what age group do the eight. children's clothes go from and to? We tend to focus from age two to twelve. Yeah. Maybe fourteen at a push because we find that that's quite a hard 
age range. Yeah. Um, it's like on the high street even, isn't it, really? Yeah, so it is, yeah. Either too young or too old. There's nothing just in between, is Yeah, there? I have that with my daughter now. She's 14. It's like, do we go to the children's section or the adult section? Yeah. You know, she's like too small for a size eight, but... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's another reason why it starts, because obviously my youngest is 12. Mm -hmm. So all the children's clues, they're all tested on Ella. They're all played in, they're all washed, and yeah. then they're sold. Yeah. So they are. So you know, know, yeah, that's what I do. Like, get someone to. If it says it fits from a size eight to a size fourteen, I get someone to try it on. Just. Yeah. Yeah. So you have your your daughter as your little little yeah, size little model. model. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lovely. So, have you got any other plans for the future? Well, I've done quite a few mental health courses. Um, obviously, when I come through cancer, mental health was a major thing that I wanted to keep get out there because obviously I've had my own struggles and yeah. I do believe there's a big stigma about it um, and I feel like I want to break jump on board and break yeah. that stigma. So I feel like people. that is a pull for you like I know for myself like I went through a lot of trauma and when I survived that, I kind of thought my purpose here was to help other people. Yeah. Uh, it's very much like a spiritual calling. Yeah. Is that how you feel? Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how I feel. Yeah. And I do feel as though I've been on a spiritual journey. Yeah. 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 I never was locked down. And I know everyone probably has their own little, everyone has their own journey. But I do genuinely feel as though I've come out of this a totally different. Yeah. Or I've, I've come out of it and I'm the person who I've always needed to be. Yes. Um, and I'm not scared to be that person anymore. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, the way the universe works is, you know, truly amazing, isn't it? And we don't always get what we think we want. But we get what we need, yeah. and uh, it's always guiding us, isn't it? Yeah, and putting us where we need to be just to give our good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, it's been so nice talking to you today. Oh. Um, I just wanted to let everyone know if you want to go and follow Catherine, if you want to order from her, I've just ordered um, a gorgeous personalised silver. A necklace from her which is lovely i can't wait to go home and put it on i've just got it off for today if you guys want to go and order from Catherine, please go and follow her business it's called jonah and lily and what are your social handles it's instagram and facebook at the moment and it's jonah and lily on both okay and we do have a website in the process of... in the process yeah so <laughs> at the moment people can just send you a dm yeah just dm us on facebook or instagram and we do we'll get back to you straight away oh we fantastic we'll fight brilliant well you're so inspirational and thank you again for being here today and i'm sure you'll inspire lots of other people out there and if you've been inspired today by our lovely guest Catherine, please do follow the podcast uh, on spotify and Join me when I speak to more boss bitches. Take care.